0: Hugh Jackman just wouldn't quit until they produced a good Wolverine movie, so we got our buzz on. Welcome to Buzzed Off Film, the independent film podcast covering only the biggest Hollywood blockbusters. I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host. Spoiler-free review today of the second superhero film to financially benefit from a hard R rating. 2017's Logan, directed by James Mangold of The Wolverine fame. Uh, written by Mangold, who also has a story by credit, uh, Scott Frank, Michael Green, also with the screenplay, based off characters by <clears throat> John Ramita Sr., Roy Thomas, Len Wine, Herb Trimpe, Craig, Craig Kyle, Christopher Yost, all of which are uncredited on this film for some reason or another, but that's politics we're not going to get into today. Uh, let's get to my guest, uh, not guest, he's a guest, sure. <laughs> Probably more properly defined as co-host. Uh, co-host from the couch, in fact. The podcaster of Disaster. And the Brad Davis that God gave us. My co-host, guest, and friend, <laughs> Brad Davis. Hello. Hey, Brad. Thanks for special guesting on uh, this episode of Buzzed Off. Film. Your weekly guest. Yes. <laughs> weekly guest is probably an accurate way. Uh, spoiler-free review here, coming at you, of Logan. Um... Boy, so this is our third Wolverine movie, our seventh or eighth X Men
1: movie. X Men, not men. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's one X.
0: I can get yeah. into the debate on that because technically, enough. Deadpool is an X Men movie.
1: Well, and technically, there are women. It's in the not really so. Right.
0: So, what's the argument there? It could be that X- I just said women. Maybe. Oh, yeah, X women. <laughs> well, Brad, um, something I want to bring up about this film. Sure. You recently, prior to the Oscars, guested on another podcast called Better Than Us, where the host of that show, uh, your friend Chris Chris Homan, Homan, was so excited for Logan. Very much so. Now, I just want to plant this seed, and he said that he thinks it will, or hoped it will get a Best Picture nod at the next year's Oscars.
1: And that he would fly to LA to watch the Oscars if that happened.
0: Real quick, what do you think? Is he coming to LA in a year...
1: For the Oscars. Uh, Chris, if you're listening, uh, I'm sorry. I don't think you're coming to L.A. It's good, but yeah, I don't think you're coming to L.A. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, f- I mean, finally, a good Wolverine movie. After two, well, one terrible one and one uh, fine Wolverine it was okay. movie. okay. Yeah. The Wolverine, the one that James Mangold previously directed. Yeah. Wolverine Origins or whatever that piece mm-hmm. of garbage is. X-Men Origins, Wolverines. Correct. There it is. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's get into it. We start off with movie trailer voices. In case you've been living in a cave and you haven't heard that this movie, Logan, uh, derived from the comic books it's mostly based off of, Old Man Logan. Um, just, let's let's go. Brad, you got a movie trailer? A, A personally cultivated movie trailer for Logan?
1: Sure do, Chris. Right on. I hurt myself today. In a future where mutants are no longer being born, Logan is an alcoholic limo driver who is slowly losing his self-healing power and hiding Professor X. Everything changes when a girl shows up with the same powers as Wolverine. Why are people chasing her? Where did she get her powers from? Find out in Logan. Nice. (laughs) Good stuff. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Starting out with the Johnny Cash. (laughs) Yeah. Like every Logan trailer. I couldn't help myself. (laughs) They couldn't help themselves. Oh, no.
1: There's another trailer where it's not Johnny Cash. It's uh, that other hit song. uh, Way down we go, 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 go. They use that song. I don't know that song. Ah, It's a hit on the radio. Mm. Okay. On the radio. Not
0: (laughs) all my friends are (laughs) heathens. No, I think it's a different movie. (laughs) It's (laughs) a different superhero movie. Yeah. All right, I got to move your trailer. Please. Ready. In a world where mutants have been all but exterminated, the ghost of a legend still roams the deserts of Texas and Mexico. Logan, the once great wolverine, haunted by his past and poisoned by the anti-antium, anti- adamantium infused in his bones, finds himself in the care of a powerful young mutant with familiar abilities. Watch as the Wolverine tries to shepherd this curious new mutant to safety and hopefully fix the one thing his powers could never heal. His heart. Oh, Jesus. This weekend, bleed out. Logan. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, well, this was a two-hour and 17-minute X-Men film. That is true. Now, are you counting the uh, much-publicized... Deadpool two faux trailer, the Pixar short of, I mean pretty much yeah, yeah. the the pre credit scene instead of the post credit scene they're trying new stuff hey I I mean I don't mind it I was fine with it yeah I mean I, I they really tried I, they did the one thing I don't like is when you know the rumors start they inherently and all out denied it rather than saying like, okay yeah yeah he's in it just but wait you'll and wait. see yeah. It, but here they are. they're No, he's not in it. He's not in it. And of course, they move it to the front. It's the very first thing you see is Mister Deadpool. Mister. So are they including that in the runtime? Would you include that in the runtime? Uh, you know what? Before you answer that question, <laughs> okay, let's in- introduce the next segment. Great idea. To pee or not to pee, A.K.A. You're in, you're out. Long movie. Sometimes, if you got a big gulp, big gulps, huh? Uh, <laughs> sponsor of the show. Got it all. <laughs> you might have to use the bathroom, Brad. What do you what are you thinking here? Is there a safe time or uh, times maybe you should try to just cross your legs and hold it for fear of missing something brutally violent uh, in this film? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, get in your seats. I, I mean, dead, start with the Deadpool. The thing, Deadpool yeah. thing is fun. I, I mean, it's not you know anything mind blowing, but it's a fun little scene.
0: Yeah, it's a good bit.
1: Of, yeah, it's a good bit. Um, so yeah, be in your seats for the beginning of the movie, especially to You kind of get a nice action scene right off or a, a good fight scene kind of right off the bat that sets the t- i think does a really nice job of actually setting the tone for the violence in this movie uh, especially cuz other wolverine movies aren't this violent
0: well they've not been allowed to be.
1: right exactly we've been previously operating under the fact
0: that uh, only teenage boys go see superhero movies and only until deadpool last year realized that oh my god there's a greater audience of people yeah who we're wish not to watch teenage boys
1: not anymore. Not anymore. Nah. Those wistful day. days are behind us. Um, but, in, in, honestly, there's about there's a fight sequence about 30 minutes in and a fight sequence about an hour in. Be in your seats for both of those. Uh, but after that first opening scene, you get you get a lot of information. You kind of see where Logan is now. You kind of see his setup with Xavier and uh, Stephen Merchant's character. But if you need to Cal- go to Caliban, yes. Um, but if you need, if you need, if you get to the theater and you like meant to go to the bathroom and didn't have a chance and you're running late, get in the theater, watch the opening sequence, and then you can probably run to the bathroom real quick without missing anything too important, or at least something you won't be able to catch up on later. Because it's, you get a lot of exposition right off the bat.
0: Yeah, I mean, for that reason, I'm saying that maybe... You know, use the bathroom before you get into the theater like a responsible adult.
1: Well, I'm saying if you're running late.
0: And then you got an hour and 15 minutes after that big second fight at uh, the farm. I think you can go after that and then come back for the climax and be fine. That's
1: probably true, too, yes.
0: Um, But I I do think some of the exposition is, well, sometimes convenient, um, important, and does add to the world we're, we're trying to live in here for this two-hour runtime.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't... I mean, it's not a good idea to try to go right after that opening scene because there is... They, they do kind of put a lot of information out there that is important to the world. I'm just saying you can probably... If you have to go, do it quickly, but you can get away with it, I think. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. All
0: right, well, let's get into the meat of it. For what it's worth, where we measure the price of admission against our own opinions of the film. An eleven dollar Los Angeles matinee, beautiful. There it is. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Compared to, like go to ArcLight, this $16. time sixteen
1: dollars. <laughs> Jesus. All right, uh, eleven dollars, Brad. What's it worth to you? Boy, I, I mean, probably at least that. Okay. Uh, I mean, this film isn't great. I, I think by any by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but it's way better than the last two. Uh, it's. Probably the best X Men movie since X Two. I completely agree with that. First if you're not class, counting Deadpool, yeah, I mean, first class. Well, is first class is good, damn good. Yeah. But maybe I still might like this more. This is more in first class. Might be a technically better film, but I enjoyed this more. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you have Hugh Jackman, you have Patrick Stewart, who are just always good. Like they're they play their roles great. They're they're terrific actors who. Really, never give a bad performance, even in some bad movies. Well, an
0: inspired casting in both of these roles iconic two of the most iconic X Men, and probably the most. Uh, I mean, a great swan song for these characters that were,
1: we've been watching since 2000. I know Is when the first X Men 17 movie came years, out. yeah, yeah. Uh, and kudos to, uh, I guess Daphne Keen who plays uh, Laura, the little girl in the movie. I mean, she's one of the best parts of the movie. She is so fun. To, and, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, she gives a good performance, but, I mean, she doesn't speak many lines, but she has a certainly a screen presence. But, I mean, she is just a badass in this movie. And it really kind of adds another element to uh, the X-Men universe that I feel like kind of hasn't had this uh, type of thing to really in- inject some new... Uh, well, they did. They had exactly that with First Class. Right. And then immediately started
0: muddying the waters and screwing it up with Days of Future Past and then the <laughs> Armageddon of X-Men movies, Ooh. X-Men Apocalypse. Yes.
1: I just feel like even with First Class, this is still probably the most fun character I've seen them put on the screen in almost 17 years. Okay. Um, especially because it's like not a character you already know of. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless well, you, read you read the, the comics. comics, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I think you brought it up. There's some. Ki- the problem is there are some convenient moments. Small conveniences. Small conveniences, which it, we're nitpicking. We yeah. both agreed, like when we're discussing afterwards. But nitpicking. if you want to
0: transcend to be a great film, you can't have things like this. no. You cannot.
1: Um, and I'm, I'm assuming you might bring this up too, because this was kind of your point, which I absolutely agreed with. A little bit of an anticlimactic ending.
0: Yeah, all right. I I can kind of pick it yeah, up. Yeah, why there don't here. you why don't you take it from there? Um. So yeah, r rating mostly because they've thrown in some f words, uh, and and some heavy brutal, violence, brutal
1: violence, which is great actually. Yeah, which great Wolverine should be
0: Gory action exactly. Really lends itself to the character. Maybe part of the reason uh, the first two didn't ever really do so well is because Wolverine's story is very dark and very violent, and they've never really explored or been able allowed to explore. This side, um, but yeah, I, I think it. I think it really peaks in the middle. That said, farm scene I think is the best fight. There's a big one down in Mexico that's really good as well. The um, one at
1: uh, Wolverine's like home. Yeah, that, yeah, The the old warehouse plant thing. That I like that one more than the and uh, even the one that kicks off scene.
0: the the movie. I, I think are all better fights than our climax. And even the uh, hotel scene. Sure.
1: I like that one a lot. Yeah, it's kind I, I of wouldn't a, really call that a fight, though. Well, but I, I like that it's almost kind of a kind of a subversion of a fight scene because it's sure. slowed down. But I don't want to say too much. But I, I really like that scene too. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, my point
0: being is when you set yourself up with such you know the, these brutal fights, uh, you got to keep one upping yourself, and and I do think it fails in the in this final fight. That being said, I do think the movie closes beautifully and uh, is a nice little, as I said, like swan song, kind of rounding out of uh, these characters that we've been with for almost twenty years now. Uh, now, while I said the fights are are good and uh, gory and brutal, like any Wolverine should be, I don't think they're terribly choreographed well or any in any way super exciting. There's some cool moves, but the way they're shot leaves me a little wanting. Again, I've said this on the podcast before, Captain America, Winter Soldier. I mean, you want to see some top-notch action. Uh, and, I will, and I'll say American action, because I do think we are now you know, below some of the Japanese and Korean films and what they do with, and even uh, Hong Kong cinema, who's always been one of the top action producers. Uh, I, I think we're, we're falling behind in the action genre. And uh, I don't think this movie does us too many favors. I think... Brutal, but, you know, I mean, in a world where we're having John Wick gun-fu and these balletic action sequences, I mean, I I think we deserve to maybe uh, get a little higher quality of uh, action here.
1: Part of the reason I gave so much credit to the Laura character, uh, the young girl in the movie, is I think actually probably the best work done in this movie are her fight scenes. Right as far as kind of this more better choreographed fight scene.
0: And she's younger and more nimble, and of course Wolverine is more of a brute force. But again, my problem's not really with the character and its fighting as
1: much as the way the camera kind of shoots it. Fair enough. Didn't, that, uh, I'd probably agree with you, though that absolutely did not bother me in the viewing of it. I yeah. wasn't thinking that while I was watching it. Yeah. But you're probably not wrong.
0: I mean, it's it didn't occur to me until the, the climactic battle, when I was like, Wait, what? And then I started kind of going back and, you know. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I'd say around 10 bucks. I mean, yeah, I, I'm a big Wolverine fan, a big comics guy. I, I was going to see it anyway. But yeah, uh, to quote a friend of the show, a comedian, Jeff May, uh, to paraphrase a tweet he had, I think he summed it up very well, where he said, uh, Logan is a very good X-Men movie
1: and a very so-so any other kind of movie. It's true. Uh, I wouldn't even say so-so. It's a That might be a bit harsh, yeah. But but it's a good movie. It's not a great movie.
0: Yeah. Would you say better or worse than Lego Batman, the other
1: superhero film we just reviewed? Quite honestly, I enjoyed this more. Yeah. I enjoyed Logan more. Uh, By the end of Batman, I was pretty checked out and just was a little over it. Honestly, there was probably a moment in this movie where I checked out a little bit too. And that's, I think based on being a two-hour and almost 20-minute movie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I I enjoyed this more yeah. overall. You?
0: Yeah, uh, this more. I mean, the first 30 minutes of Lego Batman is high-octane action. Maybe a little super saccharine for me. Um, and by the end, it was kind of revealed that I think it's a little more juvenile than, uh, say, the Lego movie was. And, and, and you know not necessarily to its discredit but certainly to my against my tastes it's more for kids than than
1: you know the adults behind those children and you get and i think you said too you get some really nice work done for these for Xavier and Wolverine characters and some great acting which obviously you know yeah. you get some nice voice acting in Lego Batman but
0: and listen i will say the brutal violence is pretty
1: awesome, it's awesome. in
0: some of this to like watch Wolverine i, I like put his this
1: claws through skulls it's awesome. through skulls it's, and I say that because it happens a lot in this movie there was multiple times where I heard you and I know I did the same thing too We're just like ooh, yeah like just audibly reacting yeah. to some pretty cool there's scenes. a
0: harpoon shot I won't reveal any more than that but it is <laughs> certainly I was like yeah you, you have my attention exactly yes. yes it keeps your attention yeah all right Brad you just saw Logan what are you gonna do next I mean, I guess I'm going to see Beauty and the Beast. Okay. That's the next movie you're going for.
1: Or, or, I mean, I still haven't seen Get Out. Yep. So, which maybe we should try to do this week. Maybe Tuesday. <laughs> Scheduling on air. Yeah. When are we yeah, going to see Get Out? our personal schedules on podcast. Yeah, yeah. So what are you doing next weekend? <laughs> um, but no, Get Out and Beauty and the Beast. I mean, we're actually getting... I feel like we haven't had a March that is this loaded full of movies I'm actually interested in seeing in a long time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, Disney Disney knows what they're doing, so I'm sure it's going to be pretty damn good. Probably. Chris, you just saw Logan. What are you going to do next? Uh, two things. Uh, I'm going to
0: look into some message board discussions about when and what the X-23 movie is going to
1: be and when it's going to arrive. You think so? You think that's yeah. happening? On, I mean... Uh, okay. Well, we well should say too much. We shouldn't, say too much. Right. we shouldn't say too much. Right. We shouldn't say too much.
0: Uh, and uh, the other thing, though, is I'm hoping I'm gonna hope that this movie, which I'm mostly positive on, I'm overall positive on, is at the bottom of my superhero movies of two thousand seventeen list. Oh
1: well, we have a lot. Yeah, we have Spider-Man the only one that
0: might I, I'm Guardians. Well, see, I'm hoping Spider-Man: Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and Thor: Ragnarok, three. Uh, is are all going to be better. Now, we also get Wonder, Wonder Woman? Woman
1: and Justice League.
0: Okay, now I'm sure both of those will <laughs> be- fall below <laughs> my standards. But uh, What, a DC movie? I know, I know. But I'm not really counting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah. All right, Brad, uh, that's it. Please, listeners, if you see Logan or... Um, yeah, you know what, only if you see it. Send us some tweets. Send us some emails at thehighonfilmshow at gmail.com at High on Film across your social media accounts. Let us know what you think. Uh, check out tomorrow, today's episode, whether you're listening to this on Sunday or Monday, Moonlight, the Best Picture winner. There we are. The two biggest talked about, most talked about films of the week. Moonlight and Logan. We did it. What a pairing. But yeah, actor Brandon Black returns to the show for uh, a really great episode uh, discussing and digging into um, the, the beautiful... Deserving Best Picture winner, yes. Moonlight. Brad, you got anything else to plug
1: today? Uh, at BdAlwaysGP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I think that's about it. There you go. Yeah. I'm at Cross Maxwell on social
0: media. And, oh, um, Science of the Lambs. Also, last week's regularly scheduled high-on film episode. A lot of fun talking with uh, co-founder of the Arcade Comedy Theater about a uh, nice psychological serial killer movie. Abby Feud. Abby Feuder, yeah. (laughs) There it is. Uh, And, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow, guys, for Moonlight. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.